0: I'm going to um be reading from Isaiah 26, verse 20 and 21, and Isaiah 24 and 10, and we're gonna look at some other scriptures. Amen. But uh every house right now is shut up so that none may enter and none, you know, we can we can only go out. In the book of Isaiah, what does it really mean when it's talking about Isaiah 26 and 20 well before we talk about Isaiah the prophet we want to look at what is a prophecy because this word was prophesied over 2,000 years ago this was this was a prophecy that came from Isaiah about this quarantine amen and so and what is a prophecy a prophecy uh, according to to the uh, Bible it says a prophecy is a good God-given message that speaks to people about their condition and it urges changes and may describe future events as a means to motivate the people to faithfulness. And so when we read the Bible, we got to make sure that we understand that these are not just words on the pages. These are not just a bunch of letters that somebody throw together. These are the inspired word of God by the Holy Spirit and we got to take it seriously. Amen. The Bible says in Isaiah 20, 24, uh, six and verse 20 and I want to read that if you have your bibles I hope you do it says it says right here verse 20 says come my people enter your chambers or enter your house and shut your doors behind you hide yourself as it It were for a little moment until the indignation is past. And what is happening right now, people of God, the world is in so much sin. And God is kind of angry with us, especially with the church, glory be to God. The church is complacent right now. And I want to share with you that if you say your name, the name of Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you got to rise up and get have righteous indignation, and you got to rise up and begin to do what God has called you to do. As in the, the word Isaiah, it means Yahweh save was a prophet in the 8th century BC. He's a contemporary of Amos, Hosea, Micah, and Jonah. His message were delivered between 739 and 701 BC. Isaiah is his name as the son of Amos, not to be confused with Amos. The Bible says. Nothing more about Amos, but in the English Standard Version, the Bible study quotes that Jewish tradition as claiming Amos should be brother to Amaziah, king of Judah, which would put Isaiah into the royal family. What do we know what we do know about Isaiah is that he was a married man with a family in Jerusalem. And he took up the call to be God's prophet. God is calling us. We we got saved, but we got saved to serve. And God is calling each and every one of us to come to do a work for him. It's not time to love people of God. It is time to do a work for God. When we read this book of Isaiah, we sometimes find as though we are going in. In, in circles and lacking a narrative line. This must be a, um, a viewed in an analogy of a collection of, of individual composition. It is often futile uh, uh, to look for a smooth flow from one until unit to the next. What am I saying? When you read the book of Isaiah, it's talking about oracles of judgment and oracles of salvation this particular chapter is all about praising God for his sovereign care over his people the new King James study Bible points out the prophetic nature of Isaiah whose words that the time perspective in in chapter 26 shifts it shifts between present and future past present and future just as the the book of Matthew 24 talks about Uh, present, past and future and also the book of Revelation it talks about present, past and future it is a song of confidence for he for he achieves the final victory on our behalf so no matter what is going on in your lives, I came here to tell you this evening, it is all for the glory of God I said no matter what is going on in your life, it is all for the glory of God So what does all this mean to me today, Pastor, Pastor Ruby? Or what does all of this mean? God has gone so far. The people of God has gone so far from Him. And because He loves you and I so much, He will do whatever it takes to bring us back to Him, including chastisement. Remember what He says in Hebrews chapter 12 and 6? He says, I chastise those who I love. And if I don't chastise you, then you're not my son. You're a bastard. And so today, whatever we're going through, it's for the glory of God. It's to bring us up to that next level. Glory be to God. Let's look again at verse 20. It says, go, my people, enter your rooms or your chambers and shut the door behind you. Hide yourselves for a little while until the wrath has passed. People of God, let me tell you something. I find myself talking about 2 Chronicles 2 and 13. It's, it's I sound like a broken record because everybody I talk to they're trying to give Satan all this glory about COVID-19. But I'm sorry to tell you Satan don't get the glory for COVID-19. My Bible said glory be to God. And if you have your Bible would you please go with me to Second Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 13 because I've got to show you what the Bible says. This is not what I am saying this is what God is saying to his people. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. The Bible says, see after Solomon had did all the work and built the temple and God had God then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night. And said to him I have heard your prayer Solomon had prayed and they, there was so much smoke in the temple the glory of God was in the temple glory of God glory be to God but this is what God is saying God said to Solomon when I shut up the heavens and there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among my people see God is letting you know he is the one that's bringing this Because God is angry with the people right now. And don't let nobody tell you different. God is not pleased. And I'm not talking about the people that don't know God. I am talking about the church, people of God. I saw this this evening on on Facebook where the satanic people, they were having a service at the the, capital, the state capital in Washington. Where is the church? Where is God is not pleased with the church. And don't let nobody tell you different. We have gone to sleep. We have gone lull. We have gotten to a place where we forgot that God has given us a work to do. He saved you to serve. And we are lazy. We don't want to get up in the morning to pray. We are lazy. we rather stay up late and watch Hell's Box Office instead of getting up and praying. Glory be to God while the people were in their rooms or chambers they were supposed to be repenting for their sins and crying out to god for forgiveness but of course you won't ask for forgiveness unless you admit that you are in sin the whole world is in sin some more than others people of god let me tell you something I am going to call a spade a spade. I am sorry. There's quite a few people that have unfollowed me. Why? Because I speak what I know and I know that it is God, but I don't care who wants to unfollow me. I am God's child and I am God's mouthpiece and so are you. Every last one of you that have been washed in the blood. Every last one of you that know that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You are God's mouthpiece and you need to begin to do do what he has called you to do. The Amplified Bible says, We know that the whole creation has been moaning together in the pains of labor until now. That's in Romans 8 and verse 22. What am I saying? The creation is groaning because of the sin that is on the face of this earth. Lesbianism, homosexuality, uh, witches and warlocks. How dare these devils go and have a meeting? They got a permit to go and have a meeting at the state capitol in Washington. Give me a break. Where is the church? Where is the church leaders? Where is the church? After this season, if God's people don't come back to him, then he may allow you to die. And what does this mean? Remember Jesus said, Jesus said, no one can pluck you out of the father's hand. So if God brings judgment and people still refuse to change their ways, then guess what? He's going to take you out of here. Why? Because he will not allow Satan to have you. God prefers to bring you home. He will not allow the enemy to take you. Glory be to God. According to John 10 and 28, no one can pluck you out of God's hand. So after this quarantine and after what's going on, if the church does not come back to God and repent and ask for forgiveness and begin to live for God like they're supposed to, God will allow you to take God will take you out of here ah somebody gave me a a, a list of all these pastors that died and the way I feel about it is this the way I feel about those pastors that died guess what they may have been in error they may have been in a place where they were not supposed to be but listen to me we we that are followers of jesus christ we must become mature christians and we got to call a spade a spade remember pestilence did not come from satan it came from god shut your doors behind you and hide yourself for a little while until the fury has passed Create a contrast to the open the gates idea in verse 2 of the same chapter. The Bible also relays that Isaiah is referencing Genesis chapter 7 and verse 16. What is that? That's when God shut the door in the ark. Only eight people were saved. Only eight people believe the word of God. Only eight people escape the flood. Glory be to God. The Bible says glory be to God. This is not in my scripture. But God just dropped this in my spirit. The Bible said the way to destruction is wide. And many there are that get there. Ah, but the way to God is narrow. Straight and narrow. And only few whenever I, we'll we'll get in when i read that it hurts my heart it saddens my heart why because we are playing church it's time for us to stop playing church. We don't want it to be like when God brought judgment on the world and only eight people were saved. We are those that belong to him and we are hidden in himself. He is our refuge. God will protect us in life and death if we continue to obey his commandments and live according to his word. We cannot have one foot in the world and one foot in the kingdom. That's not going to work, my friends. That is not going to work. Again, the song in chapter 26 is one of salvation and in response, the people renew their trust in God. Yahweh is the rock eternal. He can be trusted over all else. When I think about this scripture. It says shut your door until the indignation is crossed. God is getting ready to send his son back real soon. And God wants us to get it together. God wants us to, to look at ourselves. God don't want nobody to judge you. He wants you to judge your own self you know you better than anybody else. And God wants you to judge yourself. He wants you to take a self examination. Don't let Netflix send free um stuff to you and all the, now they're showing all kinds of stuff on the TV because you're home and they're giving you all kinds of freebies. No. God, God is allowing this. Why? He does. You guys have said yes. We have all said yes to God. And now he doesn't want to lose you. And so he allows He's allowing this situation to take control. I'm telling you right now, people of God, you got to get it together. We all have to get it together. I'm not trying to act like I'm better than anybody else. I am checking myself too, glory be to God, because ain't none of us righteous. The Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, but we need to examine ourselves. We cannot put husband, we cannot put wife, we cannot put children, we cannot put job, we cannot put our cards, our diamonds, our um, gold and silver. We cannot put those things before God. Everything has to be in a place where God will get the glory, people of God. you got to come to that place where you begin to identify, begin to understand, hallelujah, that God is worthy of the praise. Look what this we sang today. We sang celebrate Jesus. We are supposed to be celebrating Jesus all the time. We got to exalt him all the time. We got to remember that He's the light of the word. We got to remember that he deserves the glory. Oh, we got to give him the glory. And we got to recognize that not only that, but he is the Alpha and the Omega. Hallelujah. People of God. I tell you, I'm telling you with the church, The church has to wake up. The church has to wake up. We got to wait with quiet faith. We got to be confident in God's plan. And knowing that God's promise are all yea and amen. But it's going to cost you something. And don't let nobody tell you different. Jesus said if he had to suffer, you and I are going to suffer. Glory be to God. The Bible says all those that desire to live for Christ will suffer some kind of persecution. Right now you can't even take your kids to the park. The policeman is telling you to go home. This demon spirit on, 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 uh, uh, in New York, went because the numbers went down with the COVID in New York, he had the nerve to say, I want you to know God didn't do it, we did it. That's how the devil is so bold, people of God. But we got to make sure that we don't get caught up in all of this mess that is going on. The church has to wake up. As I said, I believe that those pastors that died, they were either hirelings, they were apostate, or they were disobedient. And God says, let me take them home. I don't want to lose them to Satan. Because Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says there's a time to be born and there's a time to die. So maybe it wasn't their time to die. But... Because of the state that they were in. Because of the way they are. You see, there's a few pastors out here that are not worried about all of this because they don't belong to God. They belong to Satan. They're on the other side of the fence. There's a lot of mega church right now. And they're telling you stuff that is not of God. But because maybe you don't know what's in your Bible, you believe them. In closing, how should we apply Isaiah 26 and verse 20 to our lives today? just as the people of God learn in the book of Isaiah, simply being a person, listen to this, simply be a person of God or doing the right thing does not mean you will be spared from earthly harm. You will not be spared from illnesses. You will not be spared from suffering. This fallen world is filled with illness and suffering and we can often find ourselves in the midst of harm. But according to Psalm 53 and 1, David says, the fool says it in heart there is no God and so what we need to make sure that when we hear this kind of rhetoric we can share with people Jesus Christ some days we may feel like this that, that this, this affliction is going to go on all day long but we got to make sure that we do not fall fall into the trap because what is happening right now the whole the Bible says if, if the days were not shortened even the very elect would be deceived Why? Because God's people are getting into this fear. Everybody is fearful. They are fearful. I remember Sister Deborah said the other day, she went went to work and people are wearing stuff. Let me tell you something. If you really believe that the blood has a voice, if you really believe that the blood is alive, if you really believe that the blood is going to take care of you, then guess what? You're not going to be fearful. You see, fear and faith doesn't go together. Fear and faith does not go together. No. We have faith in Jesus Christ and the finished work at the cross. And we got to come to that place where we begin to realize that we we are not going to... You know, the Bible says, listen... It, to live is for Christ and to die is for gain now I know a lot of people say well I don't want to die right now well if you're serving God you're not going to die he will see to it that you follow through with the work that he has given you we just got to put our trust in God and do not fear because he knows that no matter what happened no matter what happened God will be your refuge. God will show mercy to his people. He will protect you for eternity, whether in this life or through death. You will be kept safe in the arms of God. Do not look at this life as if there is no other. Remember, people of God, we are pilgrims. We are pilgrims. We are just passing through. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. And we got to make sure that we remind ourselves of that every day. Why? Because everything is pulling you each way. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is calling God's people back into the world. And some of them are going, go, going for it. People of God, in closing, how shall we act in the midst of uncertainty? Being grateful in the midst. Because trials does not mean that Christians are to be some sort of stoic, never showing emotion or pain. No. It means that when you are in pain, when you are down, when you are ill, and when you are suffering, you can go to God in prayer. You can put your trust in his ultimate healing. He is Jehovah Rapha. Whether on this earth or dead, you can find peace in his refuge because your soul is in his safe hand. It means you can call on your church friends or your church members to pray with you. Ah, just like Sister Deborah said earlier, she called the prophetess and she prayed with her and she felt better and that's why we come together and that's why we got to know that we can reach out and touch. Glory be to God. We are I thank God for this ministry. I hope this ministry never get too big. I don't care if it don't get above 100. Why? Because I want people to be able to reach me or reach prophetess when they need us. Yes. Now, don't, no, no, don't get me wrong. We're not going to always answer the phone because God says he's a jealous God. And sometimes he wants you to cry out to him and not us. But in the meantime, we will respond to you and pray for you. Glory be to God. You see, we got to know, we got to look to God and be con- comfort, comfort, comforted because he is in control. Quiet faith, like I say, does not mean we stop working for God's kingdom. God will provide opportunities during this quarantine from Corona's. For people that are looking for opportunities. God is going to call you from the back side of the mountain. Glory be to God. To show the world that he's alive. God will call you from the back side of the mountain. Oh, to do miracles in your life. But you've got to be living in the right place. Because I understand that the gifts and calling are without repentance. But we've got to walk in the fruit of the spirit. Oh, glory be to God. So I just want you to know. Ask God to allow you to help people in time of need, whether through prayer, a phone call, volunteering to go to the market to get groceries or something for people that may not be able to go and get their own groceries or whatever. People of God, I close right now, but I want to encourage you. Fear not. Fear not. Do not allow the news media to spew venom in you. Let me tell you something. If you are serving God, if you are living for God, hallelujah, he will protect you. He will take care of you. If you belong to him, he is going to be your Jehovah Rapha. He is going to be your Jehovah Nisi. He will fight your battles. Glory be to God. And so as I close this message, I just want to let you know that we love you and we are praying for you every day. Prophetess and I are praying for every person on this line every day, even though you may not hear from us. But we got you in our prayers. We lift you up every day, morning and night. Why? Because the Bible says that the pastor's supposed to look out for the sheep. Glory be to God. And we hope that you are praying for us also. I thank you for listening and I give God glory, praise, and honor. So if you receive anything from this, I pray that you will give God some praise right now in Jesus name give him some praise wherever you are in the name of Jesus hallelujah oh give him some praise he deserves the praise he deserves the glory he deserves the honor he deserves everything that you have glory be to God hallelujah oh he is worthy to be praised ah he is worthy oh he is worthy Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay. We're going to put you back. I'm going to mute you guys again. And you're going to hear Prophetess as she start off in prayer. Okay. But thank God that you're here. And we're glad that you're listening. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Prophetess. Hallelujah. We bless you tonight, God, and we thank you for the word, God, in season. I thank you tonight, God, for an open heaven as we repent.